Um, ready now? <laughs> yeah, ready now. Ready now? Ready now? Wait. No, wait. It's no, me wait. Playing, it's me playing a song on guitar. No, wait. wait. All right. No, wait. How's it go? Wait. Wait. It goes like, wait. Hold on. It's like, oh, wait. Hold on. Oh, wait. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Does It Get Better. Uh, I'm Neil. I'm Rich. Uh, uh, this is a podcast about, a uh, mental health podcast about hope. Uh, but really, uh, Rich and I uh, both struggle with depression. Um, I am manic, as you can see. And Rich. <laughs> some other things uh and we're you know and we just thought uh we'd share our struggles with uh everybody um you know because it helps to hear uh and uh, i think we're gonna have some guests on soon yes um fun times good happy fun times good happy fun times uh yeah just i want to give a quick shout out to um my friend aram and patrick from uh uh cadence leadership um they're going to be helping us out with a couple things um to bring us the ability to bring us you folks guests and we can have guests and stuff so i want to give them a big shout out because they just reached out and totally offered up some help unsolicited so aram and patrick and cadence leadership so thank you for that yeah thanks guys thanks uh, you know andrew bassin i uh, was in a band called cadence and he was a, a like a social worker for a while, so maybe that's where they got the name. Could be. <laughs> um, uh, today's episode is relapse. Now you I, you named ahead. you named the episode this week, so I picked, I picked the topic. I I think relapse takes on many forms, and I just think. Like when you originally think of the word relapse, you think of like an addict who is uh, using again. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I also think it's just like when you're making progress and you lapse. Yeah. Yeah. You go yeah. backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, something we all deal with, uh, you know, I feel like my whole life I've struggled with these things. Like I've always uh, had like emotional issues and um, really bad temper and uh, misplaced aggression and this like manic depressive um, switch. And, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm making really good strides and I'll be, you know, um, I guess like I I want to say like I'll I'll be in that manic mode, but I'll be able to like d- deal with people. You know what I mean? Like not be crazy mm-hmm. in public. Like, mm-hmm. like in- sometimes I'm just off the wall. Like, but know, I- internally you are right. Like you're like internally I'm off the wall. Yeah, and I'm just like all right, <laughs> keep it together. <laughs> um, and then I'll have like. I'll switch back into depression, but I, I, I don't want it. Like when I get, sometimes I can pull it back to the, to the manic side. Mm-hmm. And if I'm going to pick one, I'd, I'd rather be, you know, manic and silly and giddy and, and whatever. Um, and like the other, I reason I chose the, the topic. Cause like the other night, like I'm just, you know, it's another spiral. Like I'm in a good mm-hmm. mood all day. Everything's great. 
and I'm, you know, I'm bouncing off the walls. I'm being, you know, regular fun, regular fun Neil. Old fun Neil. Old funny friend Neil. And then uh, I like put weight on my broken foot. Ooh, okay. And that was it. I was like, it's gonna be another twelve weeks. I have to go back for surgery again. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, whatever, all this shit. And then like, and then the worst. The worst thing that can happen when you are in that place is the blankets weren't the way they were <laughs> a minute ago. And I just fucking bug out. My wife wakes up and she's like, she actually said, what is your damage? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kathleen. It was like, oh man, now I woke my wife up. She hates me. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. And it was just, and it was just eight hours of that just laying in bed staring at the ceiling just eight hours of hate self-hate and then i finally was able to like get some sleep like, how did you sleep. how did you did you just did you just re resolve yourself to being like all right this all sucks and i'm just gonna fall asleep or did you try to make yourself or make the situation better before you went to sleep this is gonna sound so ridiculous <laughs> Listening to death metal uh-huh. in headphones shuts down the noise. Because there's so much going on. Yeah, it's like a barrier. It's so fast and and like you know, like between the widdly widdlies and the, <laughs> and the mosh parts mm-hmm. and the like. The you know, it'll be like a sick groove and like you're trying to make out the lyrics and like you know names like uh, beg for life and <laughs> you know planetary clairvoyance and it's just like. Like, all right, like, all right, take a second. It's like a pressure release because you could, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. How did you feel when you woke up? Did you immediately wake, like, open your eyes and be like, fuck? Was it no, like. No, when I, when I finally woke up, it was, you know, business as usual. Like, yeah. All right. You know, and we're getting close to the finish line here, like, as far as, like, them removing the first cast. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like, that's really helping. You know what I mean? Where I can wake up and be like, all right, just. I just have to swing this foot out of the bed three more times, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, and it's like weird too. Cause it's like, all right, I just have to like hobble to the bathroom 15 more times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Four or five a day for three more days. Uh-huh. Like I just have to like, I, I'll be all right. You know, I just have to do those stairs one more time. That's a good way of looking at it. I mean, you have a goal, you have a goal set. Well, I mean, now, you know well, what I mean? Like at four first, weeks, four weeks ago, it was never going to happen. Yeah. It was never, it was never coming. Yeah. It was never coming. And that's, what's so bad is like when I do, like when I like accidentally put weight on it or um, really it's just when I accidentally put weight on it, mm-hmm. I'm just like, <sighs> I should, I should just die. Like there's no reason. <laughs> like, what's the point? Do you feel like you, so you, do you feel like you remove so what I've referenced before and kind of how I've been I've been dealing with like getting better is putting a um, putting like a flag like a reset point in in moments where like I got to this great point and I felt a certain way and I wanted that's where how I'm gonna feel that's how I'm gonna move forward and then like I get to a point like the basement floods and I have this like relapse moment where I'm like ah and you know you feel like you're falling backwards are you able to reset yourself to the best point that you were last at? Or do you, does it take you more than, do you, do do you lose progress basically when, when moments like that happen? I don't think so. I don't think I lose progress. I don't, 
do I never really did that flat like I just learned that from you mm -hmm. and I never really did that I just was like every day like I just have to I just have to remember that every day can be better than the last yeah you know what I mean? like I really because I've had like a few moments in my life where it was just like rock bottom as far as like what I thought my depression was yeah and um like I there was this period in like 2010, 11, where I was just like, maybe it was 11, 12, it, whatever. It was like, do you remember when I was like losing, like I, I lost a ton of weight and mm -hmm. I went to like umpire school and I was on tour with, uh, toured with this asshole. And, um, <laughs> I remember, I just, yeah. like, I just was at, you know, I was at the bottom. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't. The one thing that always brought me joy was traveling and I couldn't get joy out of that. Like I just, miserable and then i thought like oh you know like i'll get in shape that'll help like that didn't mm -hmm. help like nothing else mm -hmm. and then like i thought that was bottom and then like my parents died and that was like a new different bottom. that was yeah. a whole different yeah. bottom um it was like a sub but like you had two bottoms to be dealing with right like it, it yeah. didn't it didn't like compound you just now you have two right yeah well because like i had just kind of started coming out of the other one yeah. where like I had a pretty good 2013 first half. Yeah. And then, you know, and then it got uh, progressively worse. And then, like, around 2015, 16, I kind of started to come out of that. Um, and I had, like, a pretty good 15 and 16. And then, like, every year I was kind of like, every year's better than the last. Mm -hmm. Every year's better than the last. And then this year was rough, and then it compounded mm -hmm. greatly at the end, at the end there. Um, when did you start doing comedy, like... As like a full time, you were like, "This is this is me." Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Middle of fifteen. Yeah. So sixteen was like a pretty good year because I was like, I had a good job that I enjoyed, like, mm -hmm. and I had finally gotten into like the groove of it there, mm -hmm. and I was making decent money and having a good time at work, and things with Kathleen had it were great, mm -hmm. and um. You know, and I was, you know, I'd like come to terms with the loss of my parents and like whatever. And then 17, I think I, I think in 17, I quit, um, I quit my job to do comedy. Right. And that was great. <laughs> I think that was 17. And then, um, I think that was 17 and then 18 was weird, but it was okay. But still, you know, upward trajectory. Mm -hmm. I feel like your flag points, like I, I reference them are on the years you you put a you put a flag on every year and well, like you kind of i mean no i just they're like, good they're good I, reference points i mean you can yeah, you you embody just, your your mental health by the year like what happens which makes sense like this yeah, year everybody is is like 2020 sucked right like we yeah, all kind of yeah right. but 2020 started for me 2020 started like every year was getting better mm -hmm. and 2020 kept that trajectory like 2020 started i had I, the right away January I toured. Yep. Uh, and my buddy came with me just to hang, which was like the coolest thing. Like mm -hmm. that's awesome. You know what I mean? Like I'm on the road with my buddy. Yeah. Like and he's just down to party. <laughs> like awesome. he's just cool, like to hang. Yeah. There was no like, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't like it wasn't like when you're on tour with someone and they have like an agenda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just like, just just like, down. Oh, man, Jesus, yeah. take the wheel. You know. <laughs> um. I'm, I'm Jesus in that scenario. And, uh, yeah, toured, uh, Pennsylvania, Iowa, Indiana, Iowa, uh, Ohio, um, all that stuff. And then February, uh, 
was um like some contests that i like was doing pretty good in like getting some good uh getting some good face time with like bookers that i wanted to work with and then march was i got up in march i got up in every club i wanted to work Mm -hmm. in new york city i got up at gotham i got up at caroline's i got up at the stand for frantic um and i had and then i had booked the march 15th (laughs) <laughs> the day yeah march 15th i was supposed to open well the, the, the whole thing so the 12th 13th and 14th i was in connecticut because i was supposed to host i was supposed to open feature for joe list mm-hmm. that never happened because joe canceled because he got scared of the upcoming pandemic the 15th i was supposed to open for my buddy sean donnelly at uh fat black pussycat which is part of the comedy cellar okay which was the only uh you know tick box left to only one more yep yep you know and and, and like i and yeah and i was doing there was a contest of carolinas called march madness that i'd always wanted to be in and i was doing great in it right I, you know advancing all my rounds and then everything i remember that day the it was the fifth so the 12th we got up there and that was the day that um that basketball player uh so they they shut down the jazz game in the middle of the day like oh the yeah 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 domino to fall right they canceled that one game mm-hmm. and that was the 12th and i was like oh man and like you could just <laughs> you felt like, it. You feel it yeah like you're like oh this is because the previous sunday i remember also i was in the city i was doing my buddy ed's podcast and i like walked I walked from his studio up the block to um, there was like a pop belly sandwich shop mm-hmm. and it was empty. <laughs> and I was like, why is the city empty today? And it was because people started like fearing yeah. the pandemic, yeah. the upcoming pandemic. And then I went and then, so I went up to Connecticut, the basketball thing got canceled. Cause I was like, Suck it. right, was right. Did I see you? Did I see you then? Did I come to that in Connecticut? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. No, I don't know. I don't remember. I can't remember. Yeah. I think I was working. I was going to come to you. Mm. Mm -hmm. I was going to come to you. Yeah. But. You were like cat. I'm allergic to cats. (laughs) I was coming down with a cold. That's right. I remember that now. Yeah. I was like, oh, I don't want to make this worse and then not be able to perform. Um, That's right. So, uh, the 12th, that show happened. And then the 13th, I'm sitting in the green room with one of the, with the feature or the headliner. And we're like, are we going to be able to get back to New York? Like, you know, people are talking about the bridges being shut down and all this stuff. <laughs> yeah, it was wild. Yep. Yep. And then the 15th, it was a Sunday. I, and I'm very bad with dates, but for some reason. No, I, that day I, sticks out. Yep. So it was a Sunday and I had, I was hosting a, a workshop. Then I was going to go do a mic. Then I had um, a show and then I had the fat black pussycat. Mm-hmm. And then Monday, my buddy Ashley Gavin had a show at New York comedy club and I was going to go do that. So I'm at the mic and very few at the workshop. Very few people are showing up. Then I, that's when I get the call that Ashley's show is not going to happen tomorrow. Then I'm at 
the second mic. Oh, no. Before the show, I get the call that Ashley's show is not going to happen. So then I go to the mic. Mike's very poorly attended. At that mic, I get the call that Sean's show is canceled. <laughs> At the second mic, I get the, the text that the the first show is canceled. Right. And at that mic, like while waiting to start that mic, no one shows up and the mic gets canceled. Oh, Jesus. And it was like, oh, hell, this is like, <laughs> it's going to be awful. And then I walked outside and there's four kids passing a joint around on the stairs. And I'm like, do you guys not know what's going on? <laughs> and I just grabbed a slice of pizza and drove home. And that was it. And then I didn't leave the house again for two weeks. Yeah. Whatever it was. Dude, it's so brutal, man. Everything just shut down. I remember the Wednesday, the 11th was a show, was one of the contest shows at Caroline's. And it was like very poorly attended. And like that place is never poorly attended. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh man, like something's up. You see the signs. Yeah. Like, so it's, yeah, those are those weird things. You're like, this never happens. And yeah. you know, like this, yeah, I was at work. I remember that, that Sunday I worked every Sunday at the bar and that Sunday, like, it was like, you're saying you had that like lead up weekend. And then that night we got the work while I was working. My, my manager was like, we're done. We're not opening. We're closing down file for unemployment. And I was, I legit got on my phone and filed for unemployment that night. And I was like, okay. And then, yeah, didn't leave my house for like a month. And, and, Oh, so the other, like, I had a tour for the whole month of April. I was booked. Mm -hmm. It was Florida and, and South Carolina and, and Atlanta and, uh, and Georgia. And then that was April. And then like that slowly, those dominoes slowly started getting canceled. Right. And then I had April, May. I didn't have anything really booked in May because like I knew I was going to be out all April. And I had two big weekends in June and both those got canceled and June. Like that was the one where I was like, Oh, we'll be back. Yeah. Yeah. June. Yeah. June. That's so far away. Yeah. And I kept texting the, you know, texting with the woman who, who booked that, that second weekend in June. And I was like, we're, I was like, we're cool for June. Right. And she's like, well, as of now, yeah, but who knows mm -hmm. and that got canceled. And then I do this big fundraiser every year and it got pushed from like whatever May it got pushed to July. And then like a week later, the guy called me and was like, yes. we're all done. Like, place we're having, it's going to be out of business before this pandemic's over. Yeah. <clears throat> and so, so the, I mean, for everybody, I think, um, it was the same thing, but mentally, did you feel like the dominoes yeah, so, were falling there too? You were like, ah, like, right. So, you know, my whole, you know, the past like five years, I've just been working towards this one goal of being a full-time comedian. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's like, it, you're building moment. I, I know, I know. It was me, whatever. Okay. I'm just saying for me, I keep a perspective and all that shit. For me, I was working really hard towards something. It had been five years of, you know, you don't, people don't understand the dues that you put it, you know, the, the, how taxing it is on everything, on your social life, on your relationship, on your job like it's brutal yeah. like living with a full-time comedian is not easy for anyone like yeah. it's a brutal thing like like i just like that was my sunday was just in the city six like that's the only day my wife has off of work mm -hmm. and i'm 
in the city all day work and i just got back from a weekend away you know what i mean like yeah it's not easy for anyone to like deal with it like i know everyone has different things but people people are just like i you work 15 minutes a a night it's like no not really (laughs) (laughs) i put in 12 hours a day but i mean it's not roofing i know i know that (laughs) you know but like it's also not like a simple like call it in yeah um so like i've been working you know this whole time towards something you know like really struggling like living you know paycheck to paycheck show to show and um building momentum and getting up at these clubs that are so hard to get in and like that's the other element of it is like to get up at a club like you have to hang out at the club you got to become friends with the comics you got to become friends with the booker you got to become friends with the staff and to a point where they're like hey how come you how come Neil's not up here? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then you have to also be working on your craft hard enough that when they are, well, how come Neil's not up here? And they put you up, you blow everyone away. Right. You know what I mean? And so it's like, yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like staying relevant, right? Have to be, like anytime you have to be social, you have to go be social at these clubs with these comics. Yeah. You know? Fortunately, comics are hilarious. So it's like, always fun but hopefully they are i wouldn't trade it for anything else but it is like a lot of work and a lot of momentum that i had built yeah and like just all gone and it's like who knows how long it's going to take to build that momentum back up you know you guys Um, were doing a little bit of those like whatever i know there was a little bit of controversy about trying to do stand-up things a couple months ago or whatever was that like a, a yeah i mean there's like a you know there's like always a you know the stay home people that are just like so like no matter what and it's like all right well you you live in your dad your dad bought your house like like it's easy for you to stay home yeah you know what i mean yeah. like or you work from home you're fortunate to be able to work from home i can't do what i do from home right you know what i mean like yeah there's zoom shows but no one's paying me to do a weekend right. of zoom shows yeah you know what i get 40 bucks uh to do a zoom show that's what is that gonna do for me yeah um, I mean, yes, I'm, I'm grateful, blah, 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 all this stuff. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so there's like that faction and it's like, oh my God, you, you know, whatever. And then like, um, someone called me out cause I went in November, uh, for Halloween weekend and the first two weeks of November, I, I went out on tour. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. The mid, someone in the Midwest, you know, a, a club that I love working asked me if I wanted to come out for two weekends and then there was a contest on the third weekend and I was like yeah let's go yeah, yeah. like what would I uh, sit around um let's go get a paycheck <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean yeah yeah so I went and I I did some comedy in the in the you know in the rust belt or whatever they call it, the tornado belt <laughs> and uh so one of my buddies was like, I can't believe, you know, and I'm like, listen, I'm wearing a mask. I'm not going near anyone. I'm not hugging anyone. The planes are going to fly there anyway. Yeah. I'm just yep. going to go get on a plane. Yeah. That's already going there. Not going for me. No one's, no one's doing anything for me. Right. They're going to go to the club anyway. Someone's going to work at that club anyway. I need, I need to go do this. I sure. need to feel whole. I, I, I need to, you know, not wallow in my you know depression right like i need to go have some semblance of being what i was how'd that how did that work out did you did it me it was amazing yeah (laughs) i came home well that's what happened that's the like uh, i mean it's funny to me now uh, um 
<laughs> it's funny now because like like i got back from that trip and i mean other people are not ne- like i am much more careful than other people uh-huh. you um, always you always kind of have been a little bit i think right like just kind of you have I'm, a little bit of a, a hugger or a toucher yeah yeah i don't want you in my space yeah to begin with. yeah yeah um i'm very much a sit at home on the couch with my wife thing like this pandemic I would have been doing it anyway. I just missed, like, I would joke that I just missed being able to tell people no. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was super careful. I went out and other people were not careful at all. Like, you know, I, I, there was, there's this one comedian that I'm friends with. He's a professional poker player out in Vegas. And we were hanging out at like, first of all, I was in a comedy club every night. Yeah. Two shows a night. Most nights wear your mask, stay away from people. You know, yeah, <laughs> following the things. Right, right. Um, the uh, I was in a casino for six for six days because I was in Vegas. Like we wanted to eat all the time. Like I was in a restaurant in Kansas where the staff wasn't wearing masks. Wow. And I was like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but everything was fine. Yeah. Like, and I one one uh, was saying this professional poker player guy. So who knows what he's doing all day? Like who knows who, who's he's around? Right. But when he would talk, he would like pull the mask away from his face and like <laughs> lean in to talk. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and when I came home, I was like, if I didn't catch COVID, <laughs> it's a miracle. <laughs> I, no, I said I can't catch it. If I didn't catch it, I can't catch it. <laughs> you know Phil Capone, right? Yeah. So Phil Capone and I always joke that we have like. We call it the 52X gene. But I, don't <laughs> I don't know if he has some other reason for it, but we call it the 52X gene. And it like keeps us from like, like he says, like he can't catch. He You're can't. immortal, basically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> sexually transmitted diseases, you know? <laughs> and like, I'm like, oh, I can't catch, you know, I can't catch COVID because I got the 52X gene. <laughs> so I went and got tested right away. I, yep. I, I didn't have it. And then I got another test and went and did a. I went and did like a writing workshop with like some of the local comedians, like some of the newer comics. And then I was coming home from that, like, and I bought a jacket that day. I went to DXL, bought a nice winter coat because I was like, ah, it's getting cold. And I was feeling good about, you know, I had just got back from the tour and, you know, we had open mics on Long Island again. And I was like, all right, we're going to, we're going to do it. Be a comedian yeah. Still. Yeah. Yeah. Comedian. And then I was just bounding down the stairs and I missed a step. Ugh. And I was so happy to show my wife the new jacket. <laughs> oh, man. I was just hanging there. Were you like, were you holding it and you like fell down the steps with it? You're like, honey, look, whoa. Well, yeah, like I had it on my hand. It actually like. Did I you really? <laughs> um, Yeah. Did you trip on the jacket? Is it like the ultimate like F you? Like you tripped on the jacket? The one thing that made you happy? Like ruined well, it was like, like everything? No, it was like the last thought that went through my head before breaking my ankle was like, I can't catch COVID. I'm invincible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm actually quite vincible. Yeah, very vincible. Vince vincible <laughs> over here. Super vincible. <laughs> so yeah, so that was it. I don't know if that's a relapse. Well, I mean, is it a relapse? Like... Is it a relapse? Like when it, I mean, we, so we've been talking, this is the fifth week we've been talking. The first week we talked, you were just like, like everything was over. Everything was so. Yeah. 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 You no, know, it's definitely gone like this. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
So the point of hurting yourself from all, I mean, sure. Yeah, that's a, that's, it's a relapse, but I think, I think it's, it's a setback. I think there's two, there's, there's this, uh, a differentiation between the two, right? Yeah, like it's a setback sure. versus a relapse. A relapse I think is a continued, right? It's yeah. like a, so we call this episode setbacks, setbacks, setbacks and relapse. I mean, I, I definitely relapse in my behavior, like my behavior patterns, like went like, you know, ups and net, like that, those extreme mental roller coasters that I was on, like, like being like, I can't do this anymore. And like get to a point, get so frustrated and be like, I did it again. So that's like a, a like for me, like a relapse in in those thought patterns and behavior patterns. Like not going to do it anymore. I'm not going to I'm not going to let myself get that frustrated or I'm not going to have these these like like manic thoughts or or catastrophic thinking. And then I do. And then like it all like unfolds, you know, and that's like for me, the relapses are like or were they were bad. And now it's like a relapse for me is like, I'll keep referencing the like crying on the steps when the, my basement started leaking. You know what I mean? Like that's as bad as it got. Like I said, you know, I thought about letting myself like defeat myself. You know, I had that internal battle. Like you could go punch that wall right now and then patch it up because you own this house and it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like I was like, I, you know, like I wasn't gonna, but I had that like almost like, like funny thought like hey i could you know what i mean like it, it at this point as yeah. as far as i've come i can joke with myself about it you know you know i'm not going to do it anymore because what does it get me it, it hurts and it, it destroys something and it, it's just a negative thing but i think i think relapse is like yeah but i mean from what you told me like it's definitely a roller coaster but from the point of hurting your 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 foot to now do you think you've relapsed at all in those like four weeks that you've been, I mean, I'm sure it's probably been like a little wavy, right? Like, you know, like the, you drop the the food thing and that, I mean, that's kind of like a little bit of a set you back relapsed into that. Like, that, that didn't really set me back. Cause I was still in that mile. Mm, at mm-hmm. point. Okay. That makes time, sense. So what is it? It's been, this is week seven since breaking the ankle and week six since the operation. Okay. That first, those first three or four weeks were brutal. Yeah. When the cast finally came on, it was like, okay, at least I can see, uh, like I can mark in time a finish line. And that started to improve. Yeah. Yep. And like the past three weeks, uh, you know, as you noted, like I've definitely been, um, my baseline has definitely been cheerier. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. I sink down, especially at night or, um, like if I see, like if I see my wife, like struggling with something, you know, or like getting visibly frustrated at like her workload, like that's what I'm like, I just want to put, I just want to put the chicken in a can away for her. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to be able to like, (laughs) I want to be able to stand up and and help. I want to figure out how to get that from the table to the cabinet without literally cracking my skull in the tile like like <laughs> if i can figure out how to do that like i would so gladly do that right um so what you got to do now is is I'm, no i don't ever want to say what you have to do what i <laughs> like that's not that's not the right way to to to, to talk but is like you utilize the wait can i just can i interrupt you for a second yeah of course the way you said that um 
you know those things that are going around right now where it's like um say you're you know tell me when you were born by not telling me when you were born. yeah 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 uh someone posted um uh tell me you're a new yorker without saying you're a new yorker and i was like i ain't gotta prove shit to nobody <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't tell me what to do <laughs> that's great <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what you got to do is... Um, oh, oh, no, seriously, tell me what to do. <laughs> well, I mean, it's 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 a method that's worked for me and, and everybody's different. But what we referenced earlier is the put a put a bird on it, put a put a flagpole, put a put a a marker, a mental marker of how you feel now, you know, and how and put a marker on like, look at where you were. It's it's always helpful for me to look back at where I was and almost like reflect on the negativity that doesn't exist anymore and like the negative thought patterns and all that stuff and then come to where I am now come to like we talked about last week I came to a lot of realizations that I was doing things that were like affecting everybody around me and I feel bad for it so I let myself process it and I take responsibility for it and I move forward and like hope that I've done as much as I can with what I've been given to be where I am now. You know what I mean? Um, so like for you, you have a lot of time to sit there and think, and that's like sometimes good for people, but a lot of the times bad for people like sitting there and thinking about like, oh, I'm not on the road and I can't put the can away and I, everything sucks. Like I can't leave my house. It's better to, reflect on how far you've come because that's a better feeling, a better mental feeling anyway. Um, you know, I had, I had two people here today to tell me, you know, it's going to cost X thousand dollars to fix the basement and we got to do this and you got to do that. And yeah, the previous sellers obviously knew that there was something wrong and they, you know, you sh this should have been caught, you know, like all this. And those are like, those. Th these are the things that I'm dealing with that I could easily just be like, fuck, everything sucks. And I'm going to, I'm going to go be in a bad mood. And actually I did. I actually did that earlier today. My, my bandmates wanted to get together as like a, a small distance hangout today. You know, we wanted to get together and just kind of like regroup and see where everybody's at. And I legit texted everybody and I said, I don't want to, I'm not, I'm not there. I was like, maybe after the podcast, if I feel a little bit better, but like, I'm, I was like, two guys came by and told me it was going to be like all this money and all this work. And it's just like, it's just a lot of that negativity that I let it be negative. I can't just be like, okay, I can't accept it. I, the way I process things is like, let me put all the negativity on it and then like feed on it. You know, it's just kind of the way my brain processes. But I told the, 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 the band group chat, I was like, you know what? I don't want to, maybe I'll feel better, but I'm just like, I want to wallow in this, but that's okay. You know, like, I'm still the person I was before I knew this and I'm still like going to come through it. I've just realized that it's like, okay to also be in a mood. You're like allowed, like you don't have to beat yourself up over it. You're like, like we talked about when you dropped the stuff and you felt bad and it was like, oh man, it's the end of the world, but you can feel that way. But it's in the end, you got to realize you're like, you know what? I'm, everything's going to be all right. And things are better. And I'm, and, and the doctor's appointment isn't going to be canceled because there isn't any ice on the ramp and you're going to be able to get inside. You know what I mean? Oh, now it's the, now it's, uh, it's going to be very cold though. 
and I'm going to catch <laughs> pneumonia because my foot's exposed. Well, That's at least you'll be in a hospital, so it'll be all right. <laughs> but then I'll be in the COVID wing. They'll think it's COVID. Then I'll get COVID. <laughs> I'll die of COVID. It's all that, that snowball thinking. It's like, yeah, you and I are very similar in that. It's just like I talked to my therapist about that. That was one of the things that I first started. He he first noted when I started like talking. It was the first time I ever talked about like how I process things and how I look at things. And everything was like just a, a, a massive river of what if this is going to happen, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. And, he, you know, he's always just like, how do you know? Like, how do you know that's going to happen? And I'm like, well, it's just gotta because it's the worst possible outcome. And that's what my life is like. You know what I mean? It's like, he's like, your life doesn't have to be that way. And you don't know. Can you, he's like, he's just straight up like, can you tell the future? Are you psychic? No, I'm not. Then don't assume that the worst thing is going to happen. Always. When you assume uh, you're an asshole. <laughs> that's the saying, right? It's, that's it. That's the one. Okay. They had that on network TV in the 80s. And you assume. Yeah, you could say ass, asshole. right? You can say ass. <laughs> um, yeah. But you, 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 you are definitely a lot better than. Oh, I'm a lot. <laughs> you're a lot. Neil, you're a lot. <laughs> I know. I know. I've been told that many times. Yeah. Neil, a you're lot. a lot. I am a lot. Uh, no, you've, you've, yeah, I obviously talking to you once a week, like we, we kind of agreed on and like, we always have been like, we, if we don't talk for a month or a year, we always can just come back to a conversation like it was yesterday. Right. But we really like, we'll, we'll exchange a couple texts here and there over the week, but using the analogy, I've been using this episode about putting a marker. Like if I look back to every Monday and your mood and your vibe and just how you feel like yeah. you've come a long way. So I'm proud of you on that because uh-huh. it's hard. It's, it's, it's a hard thing like to it's, be, dude, it's cause of this, it's cause of these conversations. That's good. That's great. I'm like, glad. You, like you really are, um, you have been the, what's the, the, not a proxy. What's the Jesus. I've been Jesus. No, Jesus. No, your savior. <laughs> You're, my hero what's the word yeah. not a substitute but like a substitute um thesaurus <laughs> thesaurus uh synonym for substitute. i'm so i'm so i'm so i'm so invested in what i am and what word this is going to be uh yeah proxy surrogate surrogate okay <laughs> so but i'm a surrogate for what right one. i think proxy is also good you've been like a good surrogate mm, raising your right. your child <laughs> and then i'm gonna give it to happen. you is that what happens i put a baby in you <laughs> um surrogate's not right you've been a good yeah proxy i think is the right you've been like for a therapist you've been like a okay uh, all right that's for, for like I, you were missing the for a uh, noun there to like uh, to let me know what oh, no, I for my baby for my baby. <laughs> well I'm glad I'm glad because I okay. I I still have a lot of work on myself to do but I think the the conversations are just like for both of us are um, a point every week to kind of like 
assess where we're at and just be like, all right, you know, if I want to work on something, I can, if I want to talk about something, I can. And, and I, I've been getting a lot of feedback from friends and acquaintances too, that the, they're listening to the pod and really enjoy what we're doing and appreciate it too. So I want to just thank publicly, thank everybody who has, who has reached out and just said positive oh, things. It's like really cool that, Friends can listen. This is a really, I mean, the obviously this is a really deep and it's a serious, but with a self-deprecating kind of uh, comedy to it here and there. But it's a serious thing to listen to your your friend talk about their mental health issues. But it's because a lot of people are very appreciative that we're able to open up like this and stuff. So, you ever watched This Is Life with Lisa Lang? Yeah, I really like that show. She's a very good. Um journalist journalist and did you see the psychedelic drugs episode I kind of remember it but I I haven't watched it in a really long time I remember when she went undercover with the drug dealer oh there was this last couple weeks there was a about legalizing um mushrooms Mm -hmm. and like the research on LSD and stuff and uh they were talking about MDMA, and she was like, I used to be a raver. And then they were like, <laughs> was a part of rave. No way. That's awesome. She's like, my experience with MDMA is not that it is <laughs> good for the thing. It was awesome. She's like, absolutely not. What, uh, what, uh, what is that on? What channel is that on? Or is hey, it... what is that, CNN? That seems right, yes. Yeah, CNN. It's CNN? It's CNN. All right. Well... Yeah, uh, CNN. It's good. It's still on. This season just ended, Kathleen. That was the last episode. I'll have to look um, But I'm sure it's on demand, right? You don't even have real TV, right? You I don't just... have. No, I just stream. Yeah, Wh- so Wings on. Wings channel on Pluto has been the only thing that I've watched. So <laughs> I don't watch anything else. It's just, it is. It is. So does it just run... <laughs> The whole series in order consecutively? No, it doesn't. It runs random ass episodes all over the place. It's just like Uh-oh. season in seven, then season two. It's just like bloop, 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 bloop. So but you don't need to watch all the seasons to get it either. Though, no, right? you don't. You know, there's characters that were, were introduced in the later seasons that you're like, wait, where did so-and-so go? And why is this fake one here? Like that kind of thing. But, you know, you don't really have to keep up that I much. imagine watching last man standing out of order would be brutal because <laughs> new people play old roles you know what i mean yeah like each the oldest daughters changed uh after the first season the middle daughter changed when they switched from abc to fox the the the, the baby daddy changed after the first season the young child changed like twice and is now gone completely they replaced it with a girl <laughs> Um, and they didn't even mention it. They didn't even mention Boyd in that last episode. Oh, there was well, yeah, it was an Asian um, exchange student for one season. But they didn't even mention Boyd. Like they had the whole. Sh- there was a the whole time there was a grandson. The whole show. Mm-hmm. Then they did a time jump. The first episode of the, of this season, they put the two girls to sleep. <laughs> no grandson. Totally gone. No mention of him. That's it. Like Aunt Viv, like Aunt Viv in in Fresh Prince, she was just gone. One episode she's there, the next episode she's gone. Gone. All right. Well, we're gone, just like Aunt Viv. We'll uh, we'll be back with a a better and uh, brighter 
um, Aunt Viv next time. I miss Aunt Viv. Yeah. How did you just see the? Uh, all right, we'll talk later. All right. <laughs> uh, thanks for being. Thanks for being you. Good job, Neil. Did you see the Saved by the Bell reboot? No. The the lead, the main girl. We have the same agent. Oh, look at that! You're famous. Clearly, clearly treated differently. <laughs> clearly. Uh, <sighs> goodbye, Rich. I will see you. Uh, I'll talk to you later today. Absolutely. I will, I will so hopefully see you, but I will talk to you later today, and I will see you. Uh, see you next Monday. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye.